0: okay this gospel pushes us it challenges us so and we hear some things we're like whoa whoa lord especially the guy in the middle jesus says follow me i will let me go bury my father first let the dead bury their dead whoa (laughs) right so if you're not like what's what's going on with jesus you didn't listen very well okay or you're bored or you're tired i don't know okay but you're here so that's good for you um Let's do this, though. This is, this is in, in daily masses, okay? We have a progression through the scriptures, the, the gospels in particular. So I'm gonna go back all the way to Saturday and just give you a heads up on what's going on because we're in one chapter in Luke, Luke 9, okay? So Saturday, I was here with the football team and everyone's amazed at what Jesus is doing and he says to his disciples, pay attention to what I am telling you. The Son of Man is to be handed over to men. But they didn't understand the saying. And they were afraid to ask him about it. That's Saturday. Okay? Sunday we have a different reading cycle. So we have to jump forward to Monday. Still Luke 9. As they're going along this journey, Jesus has just said, I'm going to be handed over. I'm going to be crucified. But they don't understand it. And they don't, want to ask him because they're afraid. Then the next <laughs> event in the gospel. An argument arose among the disciples about which one of them was the greatest. Can you imagine Jesus? I, I, just, I, I know I said it when I was preaching on Monday, but like he had to just overhear that. Can you imagine what that argument must have sounded like? All of them advocating for themselves? No, I'm the greatest. No, 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 no. I'm the greatest. Peter's like, I'm the greatest. I'm the rock. Andrew's like, I brought you to Jesus. I'm greater, right? I mean, of course the Lord must have been like, or eye roll, or just like. So then he takes a child and puts it in their midst and says, you got to become like this if you really want to know what I'm about, okay? So we have the cross. We have a childlike trust, all right? Now, yesterday, They're going along the way and they go to a village and because Jesus is going to Jerusalem, he sets his face face like flint and goes to Jerusalem. Why? What's he going to do? He's going to lay down his life in Jerusalem. He's going to die. Well, they send messengers ahead of him and they're in Samaria and the Samaritans don't want him around. So James and John... Bonangernes in Greek, the sons of thunder, say this, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? And Jesus is like, no. Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed into another village. Okay? And then we got tonight's gospel. Every one of these gospels in Luke 9, Jesus is trying to teach his disciples who he is, but especially what it means to follow him. And that's why it's important for us. That's why we need the context. Otherwise, it just seems arbitrary and strange what Jesus says. It's not so arbitrary and strange. What he's saying is, do you know what it means to follow me? Do you really know? And that's a good question for each one of us. Do we really know what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? And the answer is probably no. We don't really know. Because we're so used to, make things about, to making things about ourselves. And to be a real disciple, to go deep in discipleship, not just to skim the surface, but to go deep in discipleship is to get beyond anything we're seeking for ourselves. Comfort, peace, even purpose—the Lord's like it's that's not where it is. To be a disciple of Jesus Christ is to be conformed to Him, and the way He wants us to look is how He looked, with wounds, crucified, laying down His life freely for others. That's what it means to be a disciple. And that's why this gospel is really challenging. And this should be challenging to all of us, including me. Because we're so quick to make it about ourselves. I follow Jesus so I can be at peace. I follow Jesus so I can know who I am. I follow Jesus so I can have purpose in my life. That's not the thing. And if you put that stuff before actually following Jesus, you're not going to be a very good disciple. And I won't be. So we have to clear away all that stuff. Now, does that mean you shouldn't have peace? Does that mean you shouldn't know who you are? Does that mean you shouldn't have purpose in your life or any of the other reasons you might be here tonight? No, the Lord wants to give you those things. He just wants to make it first and foremost about him. Jesus is always about right order. Seek first the kingdom, and then all these things will be added unto you, is what he tells the disciples. We have to seek first him, but his way of being, and that's not so easy for us, because who here prefers the cross? Who here prefers laying down your life? None of us, we don't have that in us naturally this has to come supernaturally it has to come by a real lived relationship with Jesus who's saying I'm going to show you what love is really all about I'm going to show you and it's going to change your life it's going to claim your life but only in that way will you find real life that's why he can say things like if you seek to save your life you'll lose it But if you lose your life for my sake and the sake of the gospel, you'll save it. That's absolutely true. But at first glance, it's terrifying to all of us. We have to take up the cross. We have to be willing to go with Jesus to Jerusalem. We have to be willing to be on our cross with him. And only in that can we be real disciples. Everything else is at the end of the day, becomes a game. It's a sham. Only when we've actually been claimed. Only when we're actually pouring out our lives. Does it mean we're gonna look like St. Wenceslas? I don't know, maybe. St. John Paul II, he said there's a white martyrdom too. Red martyrdom, you pour out your blood. White martyrdom, you live Each day and you offer your life the daily duties the tasks you offer them not for yourself but for our Lord you give them to him you give your life away you make your life a gift and I know that sounds like oh I don't know if I want to be a part of that that's really hard it is really hard it is because it claims us and real discipleship claims all of us not just a little part It's not just something we do on Sunday and then Wednesday night and a few times during the week, duck into a chapel. No, it claims all of us, all our powers, all our abilities. Jesus wants it all because when he has it all, then he can heal it all and redeem it all and supercharge it all. That's why Bishop Bedder, I don't know if you guys understood what he was saying when he said, I've died he takes his baptismal death seriously that he's laid down his life and for that reason the resurrection can come into his life how many of us have experienced that resurrection and the thing is if we haven't it's because we're afraid of dying and are we afraid of dying yes that's why Jesus came and died and he invites us to follow him along that road and say, don't be afraid of dying. Don't be afraid of losing everything, quote unquote. Because in the losing, you find it. In the giving it away, you actually have it. That's the wisdom of discipleship. That's what Jesus wants us to know. And what a refreshing thing. What a different message, you guys. Everything you hear in this culture is about protecting yourself making things safe, providing for yourself, taking care of you. And everything Jesus says is don't be afraid to give it all away. Don't be afraid to lose your life for me and for the sake of the gospel because in losing it, you'll find it. In giving it away, you'll have it. There's only one road I know. This is discipleship. And I don't want to soften this message. I want it to challenge you just as much as it challenges me. Brothers and sisters, give your life away. Lose your life. Lay down your life. Follow our Lord radically with all of you. And then watch what he does as his resurrected life, which is stronger than death, gives you back way more than you've ever given him.